0: you know, give him fear a face and a name and just, you know, calling it out and calling it like it is and reminding fear that he's a liar, that he's been defeated, that the battle's won, you know, and that, you know, I'm not what the devil says I am, I'm what God says I am. Fear is a liar. You take your breath, stop you in your
1: Hey, it's Keith Stevens here with Zach Williams, asking him about some of his hit songs and how he came to Jesus through battling addiction and how his relationship with his dad has shaped who he is.
0: I love that song. I
1: love that song. I
2: love that song. I love
1: that song. I love that song. Now, I just have to say, you shared right out of the gate a song in your career that's just been really a centerpiece for you called Chain Breaker. Can you tell us a little bit about the song and the meaning behind it?
0: At the time when I wrote that song, me and my wife were fairly, fairly new Christians. Uh, even though I grew up in church, I hadn't given my life to the Lord until I was 33. So in 2012, um, I gave my life to the Lord. I think I wrote that song in 2015. So we were we were pretty new, um, and we were involved in a prison ministry at our church, and we were going and ministering to these women at a prison unit for several months. And uh, I just remember the day we wrote that song. I was really just sharing my testimony with two other people in a room, telling them, you know, what God had been doing in my life over the last several years and uh and how the prison ministry was going and the title, Chainbreaker, we just kinda tossed out into the air like, you Should we write a song called Chainbreaker? And I was <laughs> like, Can we do that? With the, you know, there was a song called Break Every Chain that was a real big song a few years ago and I was like, I don't know if we can do that And they were like, Yeah, we can write a song called Chainbreaker. We can do that. And so I just remember a guy sitting at a piano and he started playing um, this progression on on the piano, and the first thing out of my mouth was, "If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles," and they're like, "Ooh, that's that's nice." And so we just started tossing, you know, words off of each mm-hmm. other. And uh, the pain taker, the way maker, chamber, it just was like, man, these are all the truths of what of what God is, and, and who he, who He is, and who He says He is. And uh, you know, for myself, I'd walked a pretty dark, reckless path, and I knew there were so many others. And and I know even more now, you know, just hearing their stories that. There are a lot of people that's lived that same lifestyle um and struggle and you know they need a song and need to hear that you know a lot of times that they can connect with and, and feel like it's real life and we're all going through it
2: hi my name is joyce i have a i guess the testimony about chain breaker yeah go ahead okay um during covid and isolation i've had time with not having a commute and i've um had time for prayer and reading my word every morning and in the an evening i found youtube videos for praise and worship Chainbreaker really spoke to me specifically when they talked about when you have pain it just revealed that deep down pain inside of me mm-hmm. and just started healing it, it was just and i think about breaking those chains the pain taker and the healer
1: yeah no that is powerful
2: you know i even think about when we've been in under affliction and perhaps those that are mistreat us and in environments that can feel oppressive um, that could be a kind of a sense of a prison as well but god uses that
0: If you got pain he's a pain taker. if you feel lost he's a way maker if you need freedom save.
1: And so tell me how, you know, the lifestyle or perhaps some of your experiences in your younger years in high school, um, uh, maybe in that dark place that you had to come out of how did that, how was that a part of your journey too?
0: Well, you know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in church. My dad, um, my dad was a worship leader growing up. He owned a construction company and volunteered at church leading worship. And so, I mean, my earliest memories are being in church every Sunday and every Wednesday. First concert I ever went to was a Petra concert, you know? Yeah. Um, But in my high school years, I started making bad decisions, got involved with the wrong crowd. And um, by my senior year in high school, I'd lost a scholarship to play basketball.
1: And And was this because of drugs? Yeah. uh, By by
0: my senior year in high school, I'd gotten involved in drugs. I ended up quitting school, um, lost a scholarship to play basketball. Moved to college, uh, still somehow managed to get a junior college basketball scholarship. I tore five ligaments in my ankle the day before our first game, and that just kind of started a downward spiral for me, and just kind of set me in a depression. I didn't know what depression was. I'd had everything, every opportunity in my life, you know, kind of mm. given to me, and I had parents that really believed in me and told me I could be whatever I wanted to be. Um, I just remember picking up a guitar and my and my roommate had in college, and started teaching myself how to play guitar. I just fell in love with it it was something that at the time could take me away from all the stuff that i was going through but it also led me into this rock and roll lifestyle and the drugs the alcohol um the pills just all that stuff became an everyday part of life and i was justifying this music this lifestyle that i wanted to live with that and you know convinced myself it was okay and i lived that way for you know 10 11 years you know yeah and uh you know so all of that just living through that all these all these things in my life that i'd had opportunities to be something and and really just mess it up and i have anybody to blame but myself you know it just came to a point um in 2012 where me and my wife had a little girl on the way we had a little boy together she had two children when we met and it was like and i gotta get it together like I've, I've got a great mom and dad i know how yeah. to be a good mom or a good dad you know and it's like I've had a perfect example like what's my problem and so the problem was is I didn't have Jesus in my heart and so you know I knew all the stories and I had all these you know experiences in church I just never made the decision to like give my life to him and follow him and so that was for me that was just all of these things leading up to that gave me this story that now God's given me the opportunity to go share with people and and tell them what what he's done in my life and what he can do if you just like give it all to him. Amen.
1: And tell me, what hope and encouragement do you have for somebody who's struggling right now with an addiction in their life?
0: Well, I mean, my hope is that people hear these songs that I'm writing and and find something in there that they can attach to. Um, You know, for me, I I struggled with a lot of different things in my life. And I know when I became a Christian, uh, I was looking for music that I could also you know cling on to and associate with i wanted to hear the songs that when i heard the lyric or when i heard their voice i knew they had been through it and i knew they had gone through some of the things i was going through you know um my hope is that they hear something and it changes their life but you know it's you know there's only one answer and and it's the same answer we've heard all through our life in sunday school and it's jesus you know my mom and dad i can remember they would come over to our house and pray with me and my wife and you know i'd be like what is my problem like why can't i get it together they were like we only have one answer for you, you know, mm-hmm. and it's Jesus. And so that that's my hope is that through this music, through, you know, other, other Christian artists' music, that they hear a message that brings them to the cross, you know.
1: Kim, welcome. What's your favorite Zach Williams song?
2: I, the Zach Williams song, Survivor. That's the song for me. It is. Every time I hear it, it's loud and proud.
1: How is that your song?
2: Um, I'm a survivor of childhood abuse and my mom and I escaped and we're survivors and that song just really at home.
1: It's, you know, it's something that although it was many years ago, many decades ago, most likely, you still remember it. It's still part of your journey, right? But then a, a song like this is like the salve on the wound. It's like the, the healing deep healing that only Jesus can do uh, is what I could imagine. Is that is that the way it is for you?
2: That is. It is. But it also has to remind me that I have to keep surviving because living in a town where it happened and where there's just reminders all the time.
0: Now I'm-
1: This old church choir yeah. just is amazing, and it has so much fun to listen to. Thank you. So, tell us about that. When was inspired by by a young person?
0: No, it was inspired by by just an experience that I had in church as a kid. So, I grew up going to a lot of like bluegrass gospel festivals with my grandparents, my mom and dad. They would drag us all over the you know all over the state, going to these little uh, gospel quartets. And I just remember being in these little churches as a kid. Uh, revivals and things like that and uh, at an early age I, I just remember having an encounter or an experience you know with the Lord in church and not really knowing how to respond to that at a young age I think as I got older um, the feeling I got being in, in church sometimes scared me and so when I got old enough I ran from church like I when, mm-hmm. I when I wasn't made to get up and go to church on Sunday I just remember being like I'm not going to church you know and so there for a while I just went you know, on Mother's Day, and Easter, and Christmas, things like that. But I just remember God just tugging at my heart all through those years, even though I was living this awful lifestyle. I mean, I feel like God was, He was constantly pursuing me. And I feel like it was that memory, that encounter that that really struck a nerve with me. And, and it, it became this like, and I, and I called it like a church choir. So it was just living inside me, you know, and I had this like song in my heart that God had put on my heart at an early age. And uh, so when we sat down to write the song, it was kind of like, you know, Chainbreaker was out on the radio and it kinda had this soulful kind of old, you know, gospel sound and the guys were like, Man, <laughs> you know, we should write a song that kind of describes this yeah. old church choir. And I was like, This is perfect. There ain't
1: And Zach, um, who were you closest with growing up, your mom or your dad?
0: I've worked for my dad. My dad owned a construction company, and so I worked close to 20 years with him on a construction site, and we just became really good friends, you know? Um, And he's a great dad, and I mean, my mom's a great mom, but I think me and my dad are just, we share a special bond. You're tight, right? Yeah, we're tight, you know? And it was one of those things that I could always go and tell him anything, and I I knew he wasn't going to, like, judge me for it yeah so
1: there's something special about that right i mean it's sort of nice to have a mentor like that who you can go to and a confidant yeah i have that in my dad too i just talked to him today on the phone too it's great it's awesome yeah so that's pretty cool what's one thing he's taught you that you kind of carry with you in your life
0: yeah i mean i've just seen the way that that he treats people you know even when you feel like oh wow he's he's being nice to that person when he really shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the way he and, carries and, himself. Yeah, just the way the he love, carries himself. The grace. Exactly. It's yeah, that's it. Grace. Like I've seen him just extend grace to you know to people when sometimes they don't deserve it. You know, and I'm biting my tongue, going, I can't believe you're doing this. You know, but I, I see it from him, and and that's something that I think he's taught me that, you know, I feel like it's just to remember where you're from and remember your roots, and you know, don't get too big for your britches, kind of. Cool stuff. You know,
2: Hey, I heard that you have Zach Williams. I saw him open, I think it was for Casting Crowns a couple of years ago. and Wasn't I bought that his,
1: incredible, huh?
2: Or what? It was. It was phenomenal. And I was a new believer. I was, um, And I bought his shirt, fear, uh, fear is a Liar. I love that shirt. And I try not to wear it too much because I don't want to wear it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know you're going to wear it out. And it's one of those things where if you keep washing it and drying it, then it shrinks. and. But you know what? But then that's authentic. Exactly. True. What's your favorite Zach song?
2: Uh, fear is a Liar because it really spoke to me when when I was a new believer about Zach Williams song, Fear is a Liar, is one of the songs that really changed my mind and really helped me in my journey getting to know God about how, how true that is that fear is a liar Fear
0: is a liar You take your breath, stop you in your
1: Zach, the Bible says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And you have a song called Fear is a Liar. Could you talk about the inspiration behind it?
0: Well, I just, um, I think that's something that everybody struggles with, you know. Um, You know, maybe you're not struggling with it today, but in in your past or in your future, you're going to struggle with fear at some point. And I think we've all been in relationships or had people in our lives that's, not told us, you know, told us we couldn't do things, or, or maybe made us feel unworthy. You know, I, I know for young girls, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the stuff they see in magazines, and they try to make their self look like, or for the guys, you know, it's it's always we're putting ourselves and comparing ourselves to this and that, and and all that is just lies. You know, that the devil tries to convince us of. You know, he wants he wants to keep us from experiencing the truths that God has for our future. And so for me, um, you know, going through what I went through to get here. Um, I feel like a lot of the times the devil tries to remind me and use that past against me. You know, there's a lot of times when we step on stage and I'm just like, you know, I don't deserve to be up here. I don't belong. And it's just him in my head going, you know, what do you what do you deserve this for? You know, why do you belong here? And so that is just, it, it's it's that scripture in John, First uh, John 4, 18. It says, uh, there's no fear in love and perfect love casts out all fear. And it was just kind of that for me and that exploring that idea of, Putting fear, you know, giving fear a face and a name, and just you know, calling it out and calling it like it is, and reminding fear that he's a liar, that he's been defeated, that the battle's won, you know, and that you know, I'm not what the devil says I am; I'm what God says I am. It's telling yourself yeah. the truth. Yeah. Telling
1: yourself the truth through those scriptures too, which is so important to hide the word of God in your heart. So cast the fear in the fire yeah. because fear is a liar. because yeah. fear he is a liar. Well, I'd like to thank Zach Williams for joining me on the podcast today. I love that song. It's a product of Northwestern Media, a Ministry of University of Northwestern St. Paul. Thank you for listening to "I love That Song. I'm Keith Stevens. I'll catch you next time and thanks so much for listening I love that
2: song I love that song I love that song.